All right, how's it going tonight, everybody? We are Run the Real featuring Mike, Terry, Fox, and Dan. And we're back with our slasher category with a, a sequel. But I think this was supposed to be a standalone movie, actually, but Prom Night got tagged on. But what is this movie, Terry? Tell us about it. Uh, this movie is Prom Night 2, Hello, Mary Lou. Or is it the other way around? It's Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. I think that's technically <laughs> the right way to do it. Um, and yeah, it's a sequel to the uh, highly acclaimed Prom Night 1, I guess. <laughs> I'm not sure why they felt like they needed to put... Yeah, it's kind of weird that they decided Prom Night was the movie franchise to throw this in. But... um Basically, I'll just read the IMDb thing. 30 years after her accidental death at her 1957 senior prom, the tortured spirit of prom queen Mary Lou Maloney returns to seek revenge. Yeah, I think that sums it up. I started wondering why this was, yeah, a prom night movie towards the end, (laughs) but we we could get into that. Um, This is going to be spoiler heavy, just FYI. It is, so if you're worried... Go watch it, or if you don't care, then stick around. If you got Shudder, it's on there for free. Well, it's not free, but it's there, regardless. <laughs> and Tubi. How bad? Uh, how bad were the ads? I, I saw people online going nuts, raving about how amazing Tubi was today, and I was like, no. Really? They're like, it's only like two ads every six hours. And I was like, no. Oh, that's some BS. Last time I watched them on Tubi, I think it had like maybe four ad breaks in it. It might depend on how popular the movie is, too. I'm not sure. I think I I watched it on there first, and I think it had maybe three or four ad breaks. But admittedly, I did fall asleep during this movie, and I had to (laughs) rewatch part of it. So, and I was like, ooh, it's on Shutter." Well, TV told me it was on there, but it wasn't bad on Tubi, but yeah, we're, anyway, we're going to spoil it. Let, let's talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> What'd you guys think? Prom Night 2, Hello, Mary Lou. So I watched Prom Night 1 before I watched this one, and there's like nothing connecting the two movies at all. <laughs> Is Mary Lou not in the first one? No. This is like its own thing that had an American Psycho 2 occurrence, I believe. Yeah, they decided afterwards to just call it like Prom Night 2, I think, because they thought it would get more people if it was like a sequel to something that was mildly successful, so. Yeah, I think I saw the the director, I feel like, said that he thought it hurt the movie overall that they decided to try and connect it. I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of weird. It doesn't really... The only, like, thing that's the same is really just because um, prom is kind of a central event going on. But that's about it. Yeah, I think I read on the trivia they added, like, a line. They had to do some reshoots to connect it. But it wasn't very much. And I don't know why they're connected, <laughs> to be honest. It's like a Hellraiser thing where it wasn't supposed to be that movie, but then they're like, oh yeah, make it a Hellraiser movie. If anything, this is, should be called like Carrie 2. It is very Carrie-like, yeah. This is a total ripoff of Carrie. (laughs) Unashamedly so. Yeah, kind (laughs) of. Does pretty brazenly just draw from a lot of other movies. That, The Exorcist, it even rips... Like a very iconic line from The Exorcist and changes yeah. one of the words to something <laughs> stupid. <laughs> yep, yep. It reminded me a lot of like Nightmare on Elm Street a little bit as well. Yeah, same. I saw that Rest Craven had some influence on the film, although it's very, uh, it shows. Yeah, I'll agree. You talk about the advice he gave the director in this. Yeah, I saw the trivia there. Yeah, the director called up Wes Craven and was like, how do we, what do we do to make this a good movie? And he was like, give him a scare, give him nudity, send him home. <laughs> Thanks for censoring the terms. 
I was going to make a joke that Wes Craven's like, you need a gratuitous nude scene with your main <laughs> character. There's there's quite a few gratuitous, like, junk grabs in this movie. Like, there's a lot of scenes where they just zoom in on Mary Lou, like, grabbing dudes by the genitals. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Giving them the squeeze. Yeah. I mean, speaking of like the nudity, I was thinking about halfway through this movie, I was like, wow, you know, there's really not a lot of nudity in this. And then there's a shower scene and there was a lot of nudity all at once. I was like, oh, here it is. <laughs> they got it all out in one go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Here's all the nudity. And it's pretty gratuitous, but it was kind of cracking me up just how like hard they lean into it. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just like instant nudity. <laughs> it was just like so blatantly, like just suddenly you're like, whoa, wait, what? <laughs> okay, we're doing this, huh? <laughs> this movie does that quite a bit, I notice. Like it'll be over the top for a few scenes and then it will be like super gratuitous or nasty for a few scenes like at the start of this movie they drop a like a firecracker or a stink bomb or something and then immediately she lights up on fire like she's on like she's been covered in gasoline or something <laughs> there's no way she could have been that you know like covered in flames at the beginning maybe her dress was so dry it was, it was really like, you know, dry out, you know, not a lot of moisture in the air. I think taffeta is actually pretty like, yeah, flammable. Although not that flammable, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we had to get to the point. Let's just burst her into flames as everyone like looks away in shame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why does nobody go like put her out? I know. I was wondering that too. I wonder if like fire safety just wasn't a thing in the 50s. I don't know. But it just seemed like... <laughs> Nobody, there's like no fire extinguishers. No one, someone like kind of tried to put a blanket on her, but then kind of gave up. I don't know. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was weird. Maybe nobody liked her, and that's why. Then how'd she win prom queen? Hmm, that's true. She has her ways, I guess. Maybe her sultry ways is probably what the movie wants you to think. Oh yeah, I guess they do kind of touch on that later. I guess a little bit, maybe. Yeah, it's like a theme in this movie. Like, that happens a bunch in this movie. I felt like everybody wants prom queen, and they feel like they gotta sleep with somebody to get it. Yeah, it's a big deal, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Apparently. <laughs> in the prom night universe, it is. There's kind of a lot of weird stuff. Like, well, I don't know. It's like a lot of, like, uh, I don't know. I guess that's kind of the overtone in a lot of these, like, horror movies is, like, the sexual, like, What's the word? Uh, suppression, maybe? I don't know. But, like, it, it kind of felt to me like, you know, she's there's, like, a lot of scenes of them going to, like, the, what, confessional and being, like, all of her, like, major complaints are about her, like, guilty thoughts about her boyfriend and stuff like that. It's a lot of stuff like that. All, like, the creepy, like, dream world stuff is, like, kind of gropy and weird like that. I don't know. There's kind of a weird undertone subtext, maybe, to it. That I thought I thought it was kind of interesting. I picked, I started thinking about it about halfway through feel like I kind of need to watch it again to really make a big point about it, but there's something there, I think. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that's nothing new for discount BC-grade horror movies, you know? They all got, like, they rip, they rip something off. There's, like, the one main thing. Second main thing, bad acting dialogue. Third main thing um blood and gore and the fourth main thing is sex so that's like this hits all those yeah but this one's got a little more i would say about the sex stuff like because i mean mary lou herself is like a lot more what did we use sultry seductress very i would say open about her, her uh, promiscuities um and then She's, like, literally coming out of our main character at the end, like, her dark inner, quote-unquote dark, like, sexual desire, persona, whatever you want to call it, coming out of her. I don't know. I think there's something a little more to it than just, like, ripping off something. Hmm. I see. I think, it, yeah, it's there. You could maybe pick up on it, but it's not super well explored, in my opinion. It, it feels kind of more... They were just pandering to the times because all these old movies do have this kind of stuff in it. The old, like what we mentioned, Friday the 13th, um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Sex is a pretty big thing in these old horror movies. 
That's true. I guess it probably doesn't take itself seriously enough to really address something like that in like a meaningful way outside of just as a, you know, a, a plot springboard. Yeah, thank goodness it doesn't, too. At least it's having a little bit of fun with it sometimes, but I don't know. It is interesting, I think, back on your point, Terry, and a lot of these, the uh, promiscuous characters, usually a dude, so they've made it a woman in this one. So that's an interesting swap. I don't know. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I'm not saying it's like the deepest exploration of it, but... I don't know, a nice little underlayer to it. And, I mean, it is so over-the-top and goofy. Like, yeah, it's not trying to make a huge statement. It's just trying to have fun, I think, for the most part. Yeah, I, I agree, Terry. I was expecting this movie, like, to be really, really bad. Like, just from the title, <laughs> Prom Night 2, Hello, Mary Lou. Like, I don't think that's a very, like, good title. What? I love it. It rhymes. It's so catchy. What more do you want? <laughs> I mean, it's good, but when I read the title, I was like, man, this is probably going to be garbage. And, you know, actually, I think it, I haven't seen Prom Night 1, but from what I've heard, I think, yeah, it's probably a better movie overall. <laughs> I've seen the Prom Night, like, remake, and I would say Prom Night 2, Hello, Mary Lou, is actually better than the Prom Night remake from the <laughs> 2000s by quite a bit. <laughs> of a distance you know it's more interesting that's for sure <laughs> i think the title like really prepares you for something kind of dumb and weird which i'd say the movie does deliver on that that vibe <laughs> kind of dumb kind of weird ridiculous yeah but it, it it's not terrible like some of the the sets are actually really well done in this movie i think i like that stuff better than the actual story and characters like, all the dream sequence stuff, like the lunch lady from hell sequence, that was so freaky. Like, the end of this movie when she crawls out as the zombie girl, that was freaky. And even my visual moment where they had these uh, shots of the Catholic church, and it's like total Reddit evil buildings, you know, material. <laughs> yeah. There's some pretty good stuff in this movie in the cinematography and sets. Yeah, those dream worlds things are actually, I think, kind of creepy with the weird, like, I don't know, like, it's, yeah, she seems like she goes into, like, a parallel dimension, or, yeah, like, hell, I don't know where she goes exactly, purgatory, but, yeah, and there's, like, all, yeah, just this creepy, it gets all gray and dusty, and there's, yeah, bugs crawling around and stuff. It reminded me of, like, some Jacob's Ladder stuff. It did, a yeah. A little bit, where it's just so much of a contrast from the actual world to this weird dream world that she goes into it was pretty interesting and i wish they did like more of that stuff and explored that more but they don't it's just there to be creepy showcase her possession taking over oh uh, we need to talk about the creepy horse like her little oh. thing in her room oh man i love that horse that thing is kind of disturbing. Oh my god. That was the best thing in this movie. That horse was freaky. It's like the horse with like human eyes and a tongue. Oh yuck. Yeah, it just was so off kilter. Man, I don't know what human eyes you've seen, but that is definitely a <laughs> demon eye if I've ever seen one. Those are human eyes. It's like red, has like a big cat slit pupil. <laughs> That's a, wait, your eyes don't look like that? <laughs> wait what are you saying <laughs> yeah that thing was gross that was so weird but I, yeah i loved it it made me very uncomfortable that and that mirror that that whole scene was probably the best scene in the movie i think yeah that was well done um i don't know it, do you guys pick up on this too i noticed this movie has a lot of scenes um of people getting grabbed through like the wall and I know, like, Friday the... Not Friday the 13th. Nightmare on Elm Street did that, too. Was this just, like, a thing in the 80s um, where the scares were people getting grabbed by the wall? I think this one, in particular, chooses to uh, rip a lot of very specific, uh, I guess, I don't know what you'd call them, horror mechanics. 
I, I don't know if I would... Would you guys say it's like a theme in other ones? Because I felt like it was very much Nightmare on Elm Street. Like It felt like that Look, we got the thing too. Ha ha. <laughs> like the bed where the hands come out of the bed and like start grabbing her. And there's like the chalkboard. Yeah, that that felt very yeah, Freddy Krueger to me. I Like I've seen that in a few other movies, but not... Like this movie did it maybe like three to five times that I can remember. It has some good ideas in it, I think which we can talk about, but they let themselves down, I guess, because they're ripping so much stuff from other movies to stick in here instead of coming up with their own scares or things, you know? And that's probably why that horse was the best part for me, because it was, like, one of the only original things in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I guess for me, I just love all these weird disparaging elements, like, coming together into, like, one... It's just so, it's such a weird and crazy movie that I was just having a blast watching it because it's just, there's so many, yeah, you're right. There are just like so many ideas and they're all coming together. And you're I was like, it's kind of just, I don't know. I found it just really engaging just on that aspect, just how ridiculous and goofy it was. I guess speaking of that, all the different stuff and the mechanics and the movie being engaging, am I crazy or is there only one kill, not counting her accidental burning death in the first hour of this slasher movie? Takes a while, yeah. Because I, I do feel like there is an excessive, like way too excessive amount of space in between the good horror stuff that we want. There is. Well, I guess, do you consider Carrie a slasher movie? Well, I don't. Not really, no. Okay. For me, I wouldn't consider this one a slasher either then, because it's pretty much the same movie. It is. I guess like the the way it culminates that last 30 minutes, I feel like it turns into a slasher. But the first hour seems like 16 candles with a much darker overtone. Hey, well, that's a uh, that's another thing it's got in common with prom night one. There's like a horror thing at the beginning and then you wait about an hour until <laughs> <laughs> any killing starts or anything like that. Yeah, well, don't get me wrong. I love 16 candles. It's one of my favorite 80s movies, but I. I think going into this with the mindset of a slasher, I was like, okay, now I kill. Now I kill. I, I would say it's not really a slasher for me. It felt more like a, a ghost story. Yeah, that's what I thought too, yeah. It, it reminded me a lot of when I was like in grade school. We'd be like, oh, go into the bathroom and you say Bloody Mary in the mirror so many times. Like, it, it reminded me of that kind of vibe. I know they're high schoolers, but they it reminded me of like elementary school scares where you're scared of people who died in the school like years before those kind of ghost stories. Like if I was in high school or middle school in the 80s, this probably would have been a fun movie to go watch. You know, you invite the the buds over, maybe some some girls or something and watch the movie. It seems like that kind of movie to me, like the discount horror that's easy to get your hands on. Did they even have any jump scares in this? Not really, no. I think someone like snuck up behind somebody else at one point and like scared him, but that's about it. Like, oh yeah, because the it was in the diner. That guy like goes to serve her food and she flips out. Oh, man, <laughs> yeah. I took a note. Those diner scenes were so like weird and goofy. Like, um. They're drinking coffee and they talk and the server comes up and refills their glass. And then he shows up a second later. He's like, you need more coffee? Yeah. And then just <laughs> promptly slams the bill down on the table. Oh, I took a note about that bill. He just like chucks it like backhanded and then runs the heck off the frame. <laughs> yeah, and he's wearing sunglasses. I was like, man, that's totally like a sound guy. <laughs> they like made him put the bill and refill their coffee. I thought it might be like the director and he was like, crap, we didn't hire somebody for this. <laughs> it's kind of standout-ish, but I mean, it was fun. Added to the goofy campy vibe a little bit. So I guess I've got a question about like, how did Mary Lou come back? Like, what triggered her exactly? Was it, why is it the cupboard? I don't know exactly what's going on <laughs> with that at Man, all. I think that thing's like a costume suitcase. Oh, uh, is that where she kept her prom dress then or something? Yeah, the the principal stuffed it all in there. Oh, okay. And apparently since 
since Vicky went down there and opened it, she unleashed the succubus onto the world. Wait, are, we, are, you, are you saying that he took, like, the burn dress off, like, the dead girl and put it in the, the, the trunk? No, it was the, the cape. It was the prom cape or whatever and the tiara. Uh, well, I guess the uh, principal, like, was messing with the crown and, like, picked a jewel out. And I think that's kind of another thing that, like, triggers her or something. It's very weird. It did not feel like it was very well connected at all, but... Yeah, that that brings me to something I found interesting that they... I wish they would have explored more in the story was... So, the two guys who had contact with Mary Lou on the night she died... They grew up and became, you know, the principal and the priest. I wish they would have explored their, like, dynamic, their relationship, and tied it back into Mary Lou a lot more than the high school students. Because I could care less about the high school students, to be honest, in what? this movie. <laughs> um, they weren't very interesting. They were kind of goofy and funny, but... I found the actual interesting characters for me was the principal and the priest. I agree 100%, Mike. I took like that exact same note too. Like that that's a great idea. Like that's something that's like what I hinted at earlier. That's one of the good ideas that this movie has. It's interesting. It's something you don't see a lot of in these. I just think the priest knowing who the demon is and, you know, maybe getting a little nasty with them earlier, <laughs> you know, that, what, an, what a cool idea to explore, you know. Yeah. You could do a lot with that. But this movie wanted to rip off Carrie instead, which, you know, I'm not the biggest Carrie fan. I don't think it's that great of a movie, to be honest. But, you know, I just think that's a, a poor substitute for what they could have done with this. I did like the, like, kind of subversion that the priest was, like, the guy who was cheating on, or was helping cheat on Mary Lou's boyfriend or whatever. Like, he was promiscuous, and then, yeah, I was like, wait, he's the priest now? That's a fun twist. It was cool. Like, why not look at them and why they became what they became, you know? What that'd be that's a lot more interesting. That's true. But I do like the high schoolers too. I think you said they're fun and I think they're yeah, they're not like the most dynamic characters ever, but I thought they were fun to watch. They're just kinda goofy and stupid and making weird jokes like the potato kid. I thought he was really funny. <laughs> okay, I did like that potato <laughs> monologue. <laughs> Is it a fruit? A vegetable? <laughs> it's a radio. <laughs> God's the greatest vegetable. <laughs> is he the same guy who is like, I'm going stag to the prom because I'm going to drink too much beer and throw up in the can? Yep, that's the same it's, guy. It's my duty as a teenager. <laughs> yep. Not as, not as big as into his uh, thing at the end, what he makes that one girl do, but... The the rest, yeah, I love the, yeah, I don't know. They're not deep or interesting, and yeah, I would agree the adults are more layered, even if we don't get a lot with them. At least they're fun, and I, I liked watching them. That is true. They're very campy. They fit the, like, 80s um, horror vibe of the high school students super well. I think it it kind of is a, is a good exemplifier of my feelings about this movie, which were mostly... Could be worse. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is true, I guess. Yeah. Yep, I, I know what you mean. I don't know. Like, I know I criticized it earlier. I don't want to sound like I didn't like this movie because the whole time I was like, you know what? I think I've seen somebody else do this worse. <laughs> so. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that, yeah, I wish they would have like hung out more, like put together the clues a bit quicker or something. Because it does feel like right when they finally meet up again, like one of them gets killed and then it's like, oh, we're done with that. Okay. I would have put two and two together the minute that dude's picture cracked in his office right <laughs> on Mary Lou. I would have been like, oh, uh-uh. I'm getting my, my priest friend who's had prior relations with this, this demon succubus thing. <laughs> I did get the impression they weren't exactly friends. No. 
I, I think this movie um, has a weird like plot structure as well for especially the girl who uh, Vicky like comforts who she's talking about her her trouble with uh, a boy who got her pregnant or whatever and then she gets like killed like yeah. the next scene like I was like okay they're gonna explore this a little bit nope. but then, <laughs> nope she's just dead they're like okay we don't know what to do so just kill her that shocked me when she died. I was like, wait, what? That's not going to be an integral plot point to this movie. <laughs> okay, <laughs> nope. what the heck? <laughs> I guess I felt like it made sense for her to die in the classic slasher formula. But that kill annoyed me so much. Because they're like, get her head man, we got off. a paper cutter here. <laughs> yeah. Were you, like, as a kid, were you not always terrified of slicing your fingers off of one of those things? I was. Yes. My, my teacher did slice her finger off. In oh, class. my God. Oh, good oh grief. holy crap. Don't tell well, me point that. Being, see? <laughs> Horrifying. Yeah. So every time I see one of those, I get scared. And then they're like, nah, just kidding. We don't have the money for that. <laughs> I did think that was so weird that they blatantly set it up and then they didn't do it. Like, I was like, huh? Why would they do that to us? Well, they do it twice. They like hang her, and I'm like, oh, so they're just gonna hang her instead. And then, like, at five seconds later, she gets chucked out the window. <laughs> I'm like, huh? The double kill, double tap. Could not make up its mind. Maybe that was Mary Lou deciding, like, eh, I don't really feel like doing that. Eh, I don't want to do that. All right, I'll just chuck her out the window. <laughs> like, oh, I don't know. It's just so, so random. Yeah, it, it, it does weird stuff like that throughout. I mean, it's not terrible, but they do stuff like that, and then it feels like it's kind of just random flashbacks to Mary Lou, and then all of a sudden Mary Lou just takes over Vicky. The The plot structure is just a little weird. I feel like that could have been tightened down and would have made this better. But I, I didn't want to fault it too much. I mean, it's 80s horror. It's not supposed to be amazing. Was the video quality horrendous for you guys, too, when you watched it? It wasn't great. It looked like I was watching a VHS tape. I kind of liked it, though. I did like it, though, yeah. I did not. It was <laughs> so bad looking. Oh. Yeah. I don't think this has ever gotten remastered or put on Blu-ray or anything, so I think that's why we haven't gotten a like a better quality. We, we got just what we got with the... The raw footage. It does kind of give me like a nostalgic vibe whenever you can see that, like, I don't know, like the, the, like the tracking lines, you know, that are slightly off or whatever and stuff like that. I don't know. I kind of like when it's still there in contemporary movies or I guess watching them contemporary, like on a streaming service makes it feel more not real, but you know, authentic. Yeah, I can see it being a very nostalgic feel. Like, this feels like a movie that would be on, like, a TV land horror, uh, you know, marathon month for October. When they start running out. <laughs> yeah, at, like, 4 a.m. when nobody's awake to watch it. <laughs> yep, yep. But yeah, I get you, then. I know, you're, you're not as big into the grittier stuff, I don't think, as at least as I am. I like to be able to see what I'm looking at when I'm watching something, you know? I, I agree, but I think this movie did have some cool shots in it. Like, r regardless of it being bad quality, like, it had some cool shots of the Catholic Church. Oh, that was a sweet Catholic Church, man. I, I, exactly. I was like, man, I want to go take pictures of that. That would be awesome. And... They had some cool shots of the, like, school hallway at night with some blue light and all the doors in the rooms, like, flooding into the hallway. And even the, like, theater department in the back had some cool shots, I thought, so. Yeah, it reminded me of Cabin in the Woods, like, when they go into the basement, there's, like, all that weird stuff. I was like, yeah. this theater department is, like, really creepy and weird and <laughs> And apparently there's a haunted cupboard in there, but like <laughs> there's a lot of random stuff laying around. Yeah, I liked I think I liked uh my favorite shot other than the horse or whatever was I liked at, at it was at the very beginning when she's like looking back at the dude who burned her and like half her face is burned off and stuff. That was good. I was like, that's cool. I like that. I like the shot of the hand coming out of her stomach when, like, Mary Lou's, like, coming out. 
That was pretty weird. That was cool. I I liked that until like they had like not even a second shot overhead of her coming out and you could see the like puppet or mannequin they had there and it had like real big bug eyes. Oh really? And after I saw it I was like, okay, I this isn't cool anymore. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. I was too transfixed. Her as a zombie was pretty cool though. The practical effects were good in this. I was a big fan of a lot of the makeup in this movie, especially at the end there when stuff started getting real weird. <laughs> she went all emotet and regenerated herself. That was kind of cool. It's like from shot to shot, she's getting better and better. Yeah, I kind of like that. She she kills that one guy through the computer. It was goofy and. I wish there was more of that in this movie, like more interesting kills. Like that, that was very fun, very 80s with the like electricity coming out of the old school monitor and keyboard and frying him. I, I wish there was more of that in this movie. Man, I love the, the locker room where the locker just gets smushed. Oh man, that Ooh. was awesome. And the blood like comes gushing out, man. Oh, that's brutal. I am with you, though, Mike. I, I, I do wish we'd got a lot more of that starting much sooner than an hour in. Because what, I mean, what's there is good, I think, besides that one where they tease us. But the other ones are fun and somewhat, I don't know, not unique, but, but well done. The only one I kind of was bummed, well, besides, like we said, the weird, like, fake out. But I kind of thought that was funny, so I kind of forgave it. But the other one was the, like... The, the prom queen that was competing with Vicky, like, she didn't really get a cool death. She, like, I think, like, what, like, a piece of glass, like, fell on her and killed her or something? Oh, no, it was, like, part of the catwalk or something. Yeah, I was, like, <laughs> it felt very, like, unimportant. And I was, like, wait, she's been, like, a main character in this, like, kind of egging on our main character for the longest time. And all that's all we get? I was kind of hoping she'd get, like, a more crazy death or something. Let, let me hit you with this, Terry. She was all materialistic and focusing on things that weren't important. So hers is the least important death of all. Oh, deep. I'm doing it. I'm going with it. Yep. This movie is <laughs> Yeah, that's her ultimate, the worst fate. She didn't even get a cool on-screen death. Yeah. Do you guys remember any of the music in this movie besides... Uh... Tutti Fruity. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was good. Really? Mm-hmm. Whenever she'd go to the weird, like, demon realm or the dark world or whatever you want to call it, I thought the music got pretty eerie. And the end credit song was cool. It was kind of like a weird synthy thing. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it had, like, pretty good stock 80s horror music. Although, the biggest bummer, because Prom Night 1 has, like, such a banger with this weird disco, like, slap bass song. Prom night, and it's like, oh, they got to bring that back at least, right? And then no, it never does. I was like, come on, we got to hear that. I wonder if they had a licensing thing since they tacked on the prom night thing at the end of production. Oh, maybe, yeah. <laughs> I didn't have Tutti Fruity stuck in my head today. I was afraid they were going to loop the Tutti Fruity chorus through like five minutes of this movie because they did it quite a bit i was like man this is gonna be the longest tutti fruity i've ever heard <laughs> yeah i guess i kind of liked that um the hello mary lou kind of song her signature one i think it was like a real song right yeah that's a real song yeah it's nothing like too great i would say the music but i liked it for the most part i thought it was good some of the stuff actually i thought was you know like pretty unsettling with the like weird violiny stuff in the other the other realm, the dark realm, but good enough. Could be worse. <laughs> <laughs> this is, that's the Fox motto for this movie. <laughs> yep. You know what wasn't great though? The dialogue was pretty iffy in this a lot of the time. <laughs> that and the ADR was not very good either. Oh man, it was not good. <laughs> uh, like when they like talking off screen and stuff like that is mm -hmm. what you're talking about. Yeah, so you could tell they recorded it like in a totally different place sometimes. Yep. Yeah, and I would agree the dialogue ain't great. Um, it's kind of 
dumb and campy and I, I appreciated that about it you know but i mean i would never argue that it was yeah good <laughs> like it is okay sometimes when like mary lou's being sassy sometimes because like when michael ironside goes to their to the house and listens to the answering machine that was just like oh god that was cringy yeah some of the fifth the fifties lingo I thought didn't work sometimes. It just felt weird, yeah. I thought some of the jokes they did were funny though. Like the writing on that part was kinda clever. The dumb stuff they do with that and then there was one line I liked about where she was telling the priest like there's no heaven, there's no hell. There's not even wings and she's like really mad about that. That was a pretty fun line. I like that too. Well, do you guys have anything else about this one? Are you ready for some overall presentation? Yeah, I think I'm ready. Let's do it. What's the scale, TV? So, we got a scale that goes from burn it, pass, watch it, or buy it in that order. We're all going to give a little spiel, and then we're going to throw out our ratings at the end. So, who knows where we'll land? Will we take Mary Lou to prom? Find out. But, you know, I was thinking, you know, usually it's random, but... I've been having some weird instances occurring to me lately. Like, you know, I'll be like walking around and all of a sudden, like, kind of like feels like the whole world shifts. Like, I'll be about to eat my lunch and then all of a sudden it's all dark and gray and there's like little snakes in my salad or whatever. And then all of a sudden I was like looking at the the wall and this like writing started to appear. Um, and it, it was just kind of weird, but it, it was oddly specific. And it was really, it said Mike goes first. Um, and I wasn't sure what it meant until just this moment. So I think maybe that's what they wanted all along was this, Mike, you need to go first. We must appease them or else something will grab you from the wall, TV. Yeah, start <laughs> groping me uncomfortably or I'll become possessed by a fif ancient 50s <laughs> young woman. <laughs> okay, but maybe we let that happen. I kind of want to see what? it now. <laughs> <laughs> Could be a fun review. I, I'll go first. Appease the, the wall writing. Um, <laughs> you know, th this movie was better than I was expecting. Based on the title, you know, I was expecting something complete garbage. I just kind of was, you know, like an old movie I've never heard of. And Prom Night, because the only Prom Night I'd seen is the remake. I haven't seen the, like, classic Prom Night. And, you know, to be honest, this surprised me, but... I don't think it was that good of a movie, to be honest, either. It has some things that are it does really good. The sets were really well done. The practical effects were really well done, especially at the end of this movie. And it had some fun, campy stuff in it. A good 80s vibe. I loved seeing the 80s fashion. But honestly, I think there's a lot better 80s horror movies you could visit. Um if you haven't already, but this seems like something that would be on like a TV land marathon. I'm going to give this a pass, but that doesn't mean like that. It's a terrible movie. I'm glad I did watch this. It was interesting. I never heard of it. And it had some kind of cool shots in it that were super eighties vibe, especially the Catholic church stuff that like has stuck with me. Those shots pointing up at the top of the church. So uh, pass from Mike, but still a fun movie. Yeah, you know, I, I I don't want it to sound like my motto here of could have been worse is a negative, maybe derogative, but in a loving way. Because, I mean, this, you know, in the context of 80s slasher movies, there is a lot of them. And I feel like when you've got one that makes you say... Well, that could have been worse. It's really not a bad thing in the grand scheme. Wow. <laughs> you know, and I, I'm glad you brought up the 80s fashion, Mike, because I, I, I did mean to talk about the costume design. I thought the costumes were stellar. There was some bizarre fashion. They really showcased all walks of high school life in this high school. And that was a lot of fun. There's just a lot of 80s-ness going on, you know? I feel like there was a lot of cocaine involved in the production and writing of this movie. And while maybe it's not a masterpiece, you know, I, I you know, was a little irked even that there wasn't a good kill for the first hour. It's still pretty fun, you know? We go through a lot of movies in October, and I think it'd be easy to get this one 
into the mix. Maybe not next year, maybe the year after, but at some point we're going to be low on horror movies. <laughs> and by God, I think this one will do the trick. <laughs> so it's a watch from Fox. <laughs> so many great compliments. In <laughs> I had no idea where that was going, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. It could have landed anywhere, as far as I could tell. But I'm glad it landed where it did, because, you know what, I had a great time watching this movie. I really actually like this a lot. I would never argue it's, like, an incredible movie, um, and I would agree with a lot of the arguments and the, the bad stuff you guys have brought up, but despite all of that, this is just such a fun, entertaining movie for me. Uh, it really impressed me. I might even like it better than the first Prom Night, um, which, I mean, you know, it's not like Prom Night itself is the pinnacle of slashers by any means, but <laughs> um, this movie, it's, it's interesting. There's, it's a mishmash. It's a little, I guess, but maybe derivatives, the word of other things, but it brings it all together in this weird melting pot. And it's just so fun and entertaining to watch for me. I thought all the characters were pretty goofy. There's definitely some potential that was missed, but overall, pretty awesome i was trying to find this on blu-ray that's why i know there's not a blu-ray of it because i wanted to buy it and i'm gonna give it a buy it because i like this a lot man wow i was surprised how much i like this yeah i didn't like this as much as everybody else uh <laughs> the whole time i watched it i was just like oh that's ripped from uh the exorcist oh that's ripped from nightmare on elm street Oh, that's ripped from the Evil Dead. Oh, and this is the big one. That's ripped from Carrie. I mean, this is really just an alternate take on Carrie for the most part. It does have some good ideas in there that we touched on, but, you know, they're too busy ripping off other movies to do anything with those good ideas. So, I was not the biggest fan of this. Like I touched on, too, a lot of the technical aspects of this movie weren't great. That did have some cool shots in there occasionally, but other than that, it was pretty bog standard. And yeah, just the acting's not great. Um, it's funny sometimes, but a lot of the time I'm just, I was just like cringing or like, ugh, that's kind of bad. So, yeah, I'm I'm going to give this one a pass. It's not what I was expecting for the Prom Night sequel, but it, I don't know, it had some interesting stuff, but, I mean, you could go watch everything this one rips off and it'll be better for you. So, yeah, do that instead, I'd say. There you have it, a mix. That is Prom a mix. Prom Night 2. Hello, Mary Lou. Hello and goodbye for some people, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I guess yeah, we talked about it a little bit. I don't know if I would consider this a slasher either. It gets kind of slashery yeah, towards the end when she actually starts killing people. Um, but yeah, I, I would consider it more of like a possession slash ghost story, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too, I think. Which was definitely what I was not expecting <laughs> from Prom Night 2. I, I yeah, I mean, I, I watched the first prom night and I was like, well, that's kind of a slasher, you know. I, it does it waits till the end to do the slashing, but it's definitely a slasher. It's like, well, prom night too, it's gotta be a slasher, right? <laughs> and then yeah, I'm watching it, I'm like, what? What is this? This is way different. It's crazy how different it is, but probably for the best. But you know, I do have one que other question for you, lads. Ooh. Hello. Did you hear that? Uh, <laughs> I did not. <laughs> Dang. No, I Do you want to play a game? It's exactly what it was. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hello. Do you want to play a game? Just imagine Jigsaw saying that to you. Speaking of uh, little draft type things, I just figured that would be our next game. I'm going on to a highly acclaimed site, uh, ranking the most utterly terrifying figures in film. And you're going to get points if you can guess. I'm going to go to the top 15. And if you guess one in the top third, you'll get three points. You guess one in the second third, you get two points. You guess one in the bottom third, you get one point. What What is this site? What? Like characters? Mm, I'm not telling you what the site is, Mike. Nice try. What? No, <laughs> no, like, 
top terrifying figures? So yeah, just like uh, most utterly terrifying figures in film, in horror films specifically. So I figured we go in rounds again. I don't know with these drafts. I've seen like a couple different ways where like. The first person goes, the second person goes, the third person goes, and then they get to go again, and the second per- or whatever, you know, then it goes back around. But I don't know. And then, like, the middle guy gets to go last or something. Or do you just want to do, like, just normal? I don't know if it makes a difference. You know, you just, yeah, you just tell us, TV. I don't even... That sounded complicated, but... <laughs> okay, let, yeah, let's just do it normal. I don't think, you know, it's all for fun. I don't care if it's a perfectly balanced game. Jigsaw <laughs> never did, did he? So that's what we're going to do. <laughs> the honor of Jigsaw. <laughs> it's the honor of Jigsaw. I'm not going to look at <laughs> balancing it. I don't know if the person who goes first gets any extra, you know, leverage or not, but we'll be fine, so... Yeah, if you, and if you get one wrong, then it'll just go on to the next person and no points. But the top 15, and eventually we'll just stop, I guess, when nobody's got any guesses. Sounds good. All right. So, Dan, who do you think's in the top 15 extra points at the higher it is? Pinhead. Oh, Pinhead's on there, and he's number 10. So that means you get, would that be in the bottom third? Or the Hold up. Now, is this, wait, I mean, you might have said already, is this like every horror icon ever or just like 80s slasher classic ones? It could be anybody from a horror film. I'll give you two points for that one, Dane. Oh, yeah. Pinhead gets two points. All right. Next up, Fox. Um, I mean, I hate to be cliche and obvious, but Freddy Krueger has to be on there, right? Well, 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 number two on the list, old Fred. Number two. He's too funny to be scared. <laughs> that's no, that's three <laughs> points for Fox. It's like, is he really scary? Someone surely thinks so. <laughs> I guess he is in in his own way. He is a child molester, which does concern me. Yeah, <laughs> that is a... that's that's bad. Yeah, people forget about that part sometimes. I feel like they do, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yep, good pick. All right, Mike, what you got? I'm going to go with Michael Myers. <laughs> classic. <laughs> oh, I was going to do that. Oh, that's number three on the list. <laughs> three points for Mike. I'm going to go with Jason since seeing where these other two have ranked. I'm going with <laughs> Jason. Uh, he's, let me look if he's on here. Let's see. What do you mean? Is he on there? <laughs> <laughs> there he is. He's number six. He's number six. Hey, number hey, six. Hey. Two points for Dan. I feel like whoever number one is is going to be super polarizing. I'll reveal what the site is once we're done. <laughs> I have a suspicion. It better not be Ghostface. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go out on a limb here. All right. It's kind of new. But I know a lot of people thought it was real scary because it is pretty creepy looking. But the lock from the nun and the conjuring franchise. The who? The lock? Wait, what? Who? That's the name of the nun demon. The, and nun. the conjuring and the nun. The nun is not on this list. Oh, man. Dang. Okay. It's a good guess, though. That is a good guess. I was gunning for that number one. All or nothing. All right. Mike. I'm torn between two, but I'm I'm gonna go Hannibal Lecter. Ooh, that's on the, there. That's that's oh, a good pick. That's a good guess, Mike. Number five on the list. Ooh, nice. I'll give you three points for that one. That one always throws me because I get side note. I don't consider that movie to be a horror movie, <laughs> but you know either. it's got a lot of similarities with them. So. Most people I know, I guess, classify it as one, but it's definitely more of a crime movie in my book. That's what I think, too, but he is very, very scary. Yes, I agree. <laughs> There's no psychic prom queens in it, so I don't consider it a horror film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's next? Dan's next. All right. Hmm. We haven't said a doll yet, so there's got to be some doll on there. So it's got to be Chucky or the Jigsaw Puppet. But I'm, I'm going to go with Chucky. How could you? I was <laughs> going to pick Chucky. 
No Chucky on the list, Dan. No! <laughs> what kind of list is this? Keep in mind, the list goes on for a long time. We're only doing the top 15. He's probably on here. He's but, just way back. Yep. He ain't He ain't top 15. Understandable. Understandable. Is this Ranker? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what site this could be. Um, <laughs> I had a suspicion. Mike's found it. <laughs> No cheating, dang it. I mean, what else could it be? <laughs> Man, I I got my second guess already, or next guess already. <laughs> Man, I don't even know, but it is Ranker, so. All right, Fox, what you got? Mm, you know what? I'm going to go with Pumpkinhead, rooting for the underdog here. Ooh, I do want to see that. As much as I love Pumpkinhead myself, Ranker does not. Um, Boo, oh no, Ranker. Not top 15. Not Come top 15. On. He's pretty creepy looking. I've I've got one. Don't you and do it. Don't if you he's do in it. the I think he's in the top 10. Ooh. Uh, I'm gonna guess Leatherface. Oh, oh ding ding ding. Number one on the list is, is Leatherface. <laughs> That's three points for Mike. I didn't look it up. I, I just, you got to think the classic horror villains. I'm going to guess the alien. <gasps> Woo, there you go, Dan. Number seven is yeah. the alien. That's a, that's a good guess. That's two points for Dan. Alien. Or as it's listed here, Xenomorph, but I'll that's give it true. to you. I know, what you. I know what you meant. I know what you meant. All right, Fox, what you got? That's a tricky one. That is. It's getting a lot harder now. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I, I have an idea. You know what? I'll keep throwing out contemporary ones. I'm going to go with The Woman in Black from Insidious. That franchise. Nope. Nope. Not on there. Actually, I think she's just below 15, unfortunately. Oh. You should You should have picked Darth Maul from Insidious. <laughs> I forget what that guy's name is supposed to be. But I wasn't sure if TV would give me points if I just said the Darth Maul Darth guy. Ma I know what you meant. But no, sorry. No woman in black. I, I, I think I know another one. This is a classic. And... The classic line, we all float down here, Pennywise. Oh. Is Pennywise on this list? Mike's on a roll, number four, still Whoa. in the top Ooh. five. That's three more points, holy cow. It's the, you gotta get the classics, boys. Which list or number spots have we not got yet? Oh boy, uh... Okay, I'm gonna give me. Let me crunch some numbers here. So, okay, we number eight slot is still available. Number nine slot is still available. Number eleven slot, number twelve slot, thirteen, fourteen, and fifteen are all still available. Oh man, we got a lot still. And I've, I, I'm, I'm gonna give some hints to my fellow co-hosts of what oh, I you're, think. You're so cocky, alright. <laughs> Suspicious. <laughs> I, I don't know the names, but I, I think The Exorcist has not been guessed, so something from The Exorcist. And then I'm gonna guess maybe some J-horrors in this. That could be. I was thinking about J-horror, but you know, i I think I've got a good guess. If it's not in the top 15, then I'll understand, but I'll be a little upset, maybe. I'm going to guess Dracula. Nope, not in the top 15. I am. <laughs> He's not in the top 15. That's a strong guess, though, Dan. I am surprised he's not up there, but unfortunately, Ranker has voted and <laughs> Dracula is not on him. All right, you know what? I'll I'll play off of Dan and I'll say Frankenstein's monster. Um, unfortunately, no Frankenstein on this list either. What kind of nonsense is this? <laughs> they don't appreciate the classic classics. I I'll, I'll give you a hint. You're going a little too far back here. <laughs> a little too far back. <laughs> too far back on the classics. Um, I've I've got a guess TV. I don't know. Is it Pazuzu? Is that the, the exorcist demon? Mm, okay, this is tricky. I, I think I might give it to you because it's... It's the girl, the little girl. Yeah, it's the girl. 
but she was possessed by Pazuzu, Reagan McNeil, when she's like in her creepy like get up, you know? Okay, okay, when she's like the throw up girl. Yep. So I'll give you that. That was number eight. You got two points for that one. What is the is the demon's name Pazuzu? It is, yes. Alright, I I'm gonna guess the grudge lady. Oh, there's a good one. No grudge lady on here. What kind of website is this? <laughs> That's a good guess, though. That is a very good guess. Okay, I know Dan said it earlier. Did did we ever officially use Ghostface? Nobody officially has guessed Ghostface. <laughs> if he's in there, the that that's some BS. I'm gonna steal it, Dan. I'm sorry. I'm running low <laughs> on ideas. <laughs> he better not be in there. Nope, no ghost face. Ah, okay. <laughs> okay, good. Hmm, I, I, I gotta guess. I don't know the name of this character, but the little kid from The Omen. Damien. Damien. Is Damien on it? No Damien. No Damien on mm, here. Dang. All right. I'm going to start giving hints a little bit. I'm going to say there's a horror classic that maybe wouldn't, you wouldn't traditionally think right away about a specific villain. There's a There's two of them on here that are pretty much the same character, but one's a remake of the other. And there's one classic i would say traditionally that came after the 80s two one is a classic i would say that came after the 80s and then one is debatably a classic (laughs) that came after the 80s um but there's three movies in that debatably classic one and then uh there's one side character of a horror villain that we've already picked a side character huh you know i this probably is wrong but i'll I'm going to guess the Jigsaw Puppet. Uh, dang, no. No Jigsaw Puppet. Jigsaw is like number 19 on the list, though. Nah! That's a good guess. That's a good guess, but no, unfortunately, he didn't quite rank up that high. Okay, you know, I guess it's pretty bad since we literally just saw this like a week ago. But I I, I can't... Candyman, I mean. (gasps) You... Got one! That yeah. was gonna be my guess. I knew that's what you meant. That was pretty bad that I totally was blanking on that, having <laughs> just watched those. <laughs> that's number 14 on the list, so you get a point for that one. Good old Candyman. That was the classic that came after the 80s, the classic villain. Mm, I'm gonna go for the the three movies in the 2000s. The only thing I can think of is Jeepers Creepers is I don't no. know what that 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 character's name is is it is it Jeepers Creepers something Mike has done it again what? the creeper is on the list list. <laughs> that's Dude, in the top I, I, 15 <laughs> number 13 are you kidding me that thing I don't even know his name I just thought there was three movies in the 2000s <laughs> he's just a monster looking thing he's not that scary well, Dan, let me tell you, each one of these has why they're on the list. His name's The Creeper, and according to this list, The Creeper uses fear to hunt down his victims during the 23 during the 23-day period where he feasts on human bodies. Quote, "What the hell did you bring into my house?" Okay. <laughs> okay. How could we have forgotten about using fear as a weapon? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so original. <laughs> All right, uh, Dan, you're up again. Hmm. Give me another hint. You want a new hint that I haven't given already? Yeah. All right, we'll we'll start another round of new hints. Hmm, let me think of them real quick. Okay, these are going to be much more specific now. Uh, think John Carpenter. Think J-Horror. And, those, and think very early on this guy was guessed his side character, so. Hmm. So the, if it's not Kiko from The Grudge, it's gotta be the ring girl. That's my guess. Okay, uh, I will give it to you. That is Sadako Yamura. Um, yeah, I didn't know that name. <laughs> number 12 on the list. You got it, so that would be uh, a point for Dan. Nice. All right, Fox. 
Got any guesses after the new round of clues? I don't even know who that side character we said would have been. Um, and they, the, the, the thing to guess is the side character, right? Yes. There's another one left, isn't there? No, there's three more left. Um, there's Think John Carpenter. There's the other... This is kind of tricky, but I'm going to go ahead and say it again. Think J-Horror. Oh, that wasn't the ring one? Just think about my other guesses, uh, or my other hints that I gave you. Uh, and then uh, the other one is um, a side character to the villain that's already been guessed very, very early on in this game. And I'll even say this. Side character, strong word. But he's there. <laughs> I'm going to go with The Thing, I think. The Thing! Ding, ding, ding! Number nine on the list. That's two points for Fox. Do love The Thing. Although I never think of it as like an iconic monster, but I right. guess... Right, yeah. That one is tricky. Because he's not really like a... I don't know, it's not a traditional villain because he takes so many different shapes. Alright, we got... I think we got two left. What were they again? Alright, I'll... I'll give the hints. Um, okay, here's another hint. I'm just gonna. I'll give out some more. Um, I'm gonna say one of the remaining is a remake of someone that we've already guessed, um, and the other one is oh, this one. This one I have been worried you guys may never guess, so I'm gonna be uh, a side character in Hellraiser. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I ain't gonna get that. (laughs) I think I know who it is. (laughs) I'm not gonna get that. So, remake as someone we've already guessed. And I'll let you have it if you can even just, like, give me the movie. I have no idea. I I don't know. Okay, we'll go on to to Dan if he's got a guess. (laughs) Remake of one we guessed. And it's different from the original? They are. They have a different name. They have a different name. Oh man. Hmm. I'm real interested in that one, but I. I also. I don't know. Did you say there was a J horror? Oh no, no. We did the J horror already. Yeah, it was the the Ring Girl, wasn't it? Just think about all the hints I've given. It is confusing. Unless there is a, is it a J horror? That's the remake. I did say that I was, I, I gave that same hint again. Oh, uh, it's, it's J horror. He just admitted it. I'm not going to guess that one first, but I have an idea now. The only other remake I remember seeing was the Dark Water remake, but I have no idea who the dead wet girl is in that one. <laughs> so if, if you'll, if that, <laughs> That'll be my guess, I guess. <laughs> you guessed that? No, that's not her. Okay. <laughs> Good guess, though. Good guess. All right, Fox. This is your chance. The side character. Is it the Chatterer? It's the Chatterer! Hey! I do know who that is. You know what? In fairness, my fiance hates when I walk up and do that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> who is that? It's like the Cenobite with like the teeth exposed and his teeth are just like chattering the whole time. He's been in every single Hellraiser movie, so. Uh, I don't remember this character. Man, I should have guessed Cenobites or whatever. I didn't think they'd put two of them on there, though. Yeah, that's, what I, that's why I was yeah thrown off, too. I was like, man. At number 15, yeah, that's the last one on the list, beating out several other iconic villains. Yeah. But, hey, <laughs> the Chatterer. The Chatterer made it. All right. I'll give the last guess to you, Mike, and then I'll just tell you what it was. It, it's a remake, and I think it's J-Horror. It, and you guessed The Ring already, Dan. So I, I've guessed The is, Ring, is it, is The Grudge, and the... Dark Water. <laughs> Oh, man, I don't even know. Those are the three I would guess. I'll say you're on... It's one of those three. (laughs) Oh, it's one of those three? One of them are on there twice. Wait, if it's on there twice, it's got to be the ring. So is it Ringu? So I... Yeah, this one is tricky. I kind of just played it by ear. Dan, you were guessing the Japanese stuff, so I gave you Sadako Yamura. Yep. But... Also, Samara Morgan from the American Ring. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> the remake of the ring. 
Yeah, that one was kind of hard to. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, I would said... not have thought they were separate. Yeah, apparently, and they're right next to each other. So I'll go through the ranking, the order they have here for you on Ranker. Number one is Leatherface. Number two is Freddy Krueger. Number three is Michael Myers. Number four is Pennywise the Dancing Clown. <laughs> Number five is Hannibal Lecter. Number six is Jason Voorhees. Number seven is the Xenomorph. Eight is Reagan McNeil from The Exorcist. Uh, nine is The Thing. Ten is Pinhead. Eleven is Samara Morgan. Twelve is Sadako Yamura. I think I'm saying that right. Thirteen is The Creeper. Fourteen is Candyman. And number fifteen, The, the Champ. Chatterer. The People's Champ. Chatterer. <laughs> <laughs> Beating out Jaws and The Old Woman and Norman Bates and Jigsaw. <laughs> oh, Norman Bates would have been a good guess. Let me uh, let me give you the final score here, guys, so you can see where you stand, where you rank in this competition. Oh, no. In third place, we got Fox with seven points. Ouch. In second place, we got Dan with eight points. Ooh, by one. And in first place, we got Mike with a whopping 15 points. Holy smokes. 15 points. He's won uh. two games so far. <laughs> He's the reigning champ, the king of Halloween himself. I know my horror movies. He does. Look at that. That was fun. That was a good guess. That, you guys did pretty good. You knocked out a bunch of the big ones right away. Oh, that was fun. I like these. These are good. Yeah, so uh, I guess in the meantime, after that quiz, I'll I'll go back to you, listener. You listening. Uh, what, tell us what you think about uh, Prom Night 2, Hello, Mary Lou, or however you say it. I think it's the other way around, but whatever. You know what I mean. Tell us what you think. Is it passable? Is it buyable? Is it watchable? I want to know where you stand, because we got a lot of answers for that one here. It's, we did. Uh, an interesting film for sure, debatably good, <laughs> but you know what, I, yeah, I want to know where, where the audience stands, so hit us up, you can find us on Facebook or Twitter at Run the Real, or just shoot us an email at runtherealpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Where, where would you stand on the quiz? Oh yeah, were you keeping track on along? How easy was the quiz? Were you yelling at your audio device so <laughs> nobody was guessing the obvious chatterer at the bottom? <laughs> I would have never got that. All right, gang, so in keeping with TV's 80s classics theme, I think I'm going to pick the acclaimed horror slasher classic April Fool's Day. Oh, Okay. By horror classic, I mean I was looking at the recommended movies below Prom Night, and <laughs> <laughs> that was there. It was there. <laughs> its tagline is "A cut above the rest." Uh, we'll be the judge of that. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it had a trailer that was amusing, so I figured, why not? <laughs> hey, I'm down. I have a feeling this will be a lot more traditional slasher than anything we've seen so far. So. I guess we'll see. Maybe I shouldn't put that on the movie. I thought Prom Night 2 was going to be that way, too. So, you know what? I'm not going to say nothing. <laughs> we get what we get. It's a surprise at this point. Hopefully it could be worse. That's that's the phrase I'm oh, going with. Yeah. I'm taking Fox's mantra. It could mantra. be worse. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, be sure to tune in next week for uh, our maybe first slasher movie in our slasher movie category. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, get in contact with us. We'd love to hear from you. Anyways, this is Run The Real, signing off. <laughs> <laughs>